everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 2, Episode 8, titled Day 457. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I am joined by Jack O'Keefe. Hello. Zia Kemp. Hello. Ian Cobb. Hello. And Molly Scullion. Hello. Thank you all for being here. Uh, before we get into our first impressions, I do want to mention that people can go to xroadscomedy.com for this podcast and others that we do. Uh, when we upload them to the various places and it updates feed, sometimes it's hours, sometimes even a day before it really uh, it hits. So uh, you can always check xroadscomedy.com for the latest episodes that we do. And that will be more relevant when we're covering The Good Fight Season 5. Be able to get those much sooner at xwordscomedy.com. Also, shows. We're going to be doing live shows in Philadelphia the weekend of June 11th. Uh, more info on those to come. Again, check out the website. All right. First impressions, Molly. Um, Solid app. Uh, I feel like coming off, like we were talking about this off recording, but I, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like this is, there's some good some good development that's needed for the season in this episode um but just a standard solid good fight up for me yeah uh i i really like this episode because this gave at least me because i'm I'm the only one that hasn't seen any of the good wife except for the very first episode um (laughs) so i didn't really have the parameters around the cheating that occurred or like the relationship or whatever so it was cool seeing that uh peak at it a little bit seeing like what the situation was um i'm starting to like christine baranski more and more the last few episodes uh i really am am liking like the i keep saying this but like the acting within the small relationships like it's not like a huge like um look at this situation is happening. It's like more like a personal, interpersonal relationship building and breaking down, but I, I'm, I'm enjoying the, um, I'm enjoying this episode. Sorry, that was really long, I'm sorry. Jack. Uh, I agree, I think this is, uh, we've been talking about like the last couple uh, episodes, you know, the cable news was a great showcase for Del Lindo. The last episode was a great showcase for Audra McDonald. I think this is a great Christine Baranski showcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really get to see uh, a spectrum of uh, reactions and situations here. Uh, and she does great because it's Christine Baranski. Uh, and I, I think that while this is a smaller episode in the large scheme of things, there aren't that many, you know, they're, they're not putting like a central dramatic idea at the core of the episode. I do think there is some very, very good uh, exploration of the morality of the law, which is one of my favorite themes of the good mm-hmm. verse. Um, in the sort of upstairs downstairs story of uh, you know Adrian Liz uh, and, and everyone at the upper tier of the staff working on this cop case and then Luca and Maya helping out Jay's friend and the ways that those cases affect each other uh, I, I think make this a, a sneakily very important episode of the good fight mm-hmm. yeah If one of my lovers had a gun that I found after our lovemaking, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to call it. I wouldn't know how to disable it. <laughs> Probably just throw it in the bathtub. 
Um, I don't know what a Beretta is. The only Beretta I know is Baratz and Beretta. I think. Like yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's a Beretta? Anyway, um, so I was very impressed. That was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, that was just a cool moment. So I'm very proud of her for just knowing her ish. Um, we should start calling the good fight the good smash because Megan Hilty is in this episode who was also on Smash. We had Christian Brawl. Um, so a lot we of just got to get Deborah people. in here. We got to get Catherine, right. get the whole gang back together. Yeah, oh. Angelica Houston. Uh, so, no, it was it was a good episode. I I I love that. Kurt and Tully met. We'll talk about that. I'm so freaking heartbroken over the last scene, which we'll also obviously talk mm-hmm. about with Jay. I'm just, I'm still just now even just, it's coming back to my my mind and my stomach hurts. Just that scene was so frustratingly hard to watch. Um, so yeah, but a, a good episode, but just sad, really sad at the end. And yeah, guns everywhere. Uh, I agree with all that. Uh, I enjoyed the episode, but again, coming, it, it's a come down episode. Um, mm-hmm. From the from the some of the feel goody things uh, and general pace of the other one, this one, although the there was some weaving in and out, it mostly centered around two cases that kind of came together uh, with some other fun stuff uh, mixed in to break things up. Uh, so I think that we do have we definitively know at this point that Tully is in fact real <laughs> because there was some concern and discussion in previous episodes. We weren't sure if he really existed. Um, but at this point, I think it's safe to say, because Kurt has had conversations with him that, uh, or, or yeah, I'm always like, oh, ah, oh, did <laughs> just you wait, <laughs> uh, he's real. Um, yeah. So yeah, I definitely enjoyed the, the episode. Um, definitely some heartbreaking stuff through, throughout, especially the, the endings. Uh, yeah. All right. So, oh, and Alan Alda. We got Alan Alda. TV's Alan Alda. The great, the revered Alan Alda is... Um, you, Mike, do you have an Alda impression? I used to, uh, and it basically was stealing Bill Hader's Alan Alda impression, mm-hmm. um, but it's not something I've worked on in a while. It, he's, got a, he's got a voice that I could probably, with a little tuning up, could, uh, okay. could get to. Um, but yeah, having him there, we got Judge Dunaway back, uh, Kurt mm-hmm. Fuller, um, so it's always good to see him. Uh, and he's He's been in a couple different Good Fight episodes already, uh, so mm-hmm. I like that they're dipping back into him. I like him a lot. All right. First case, the big one with Alan Alda. Uh, the gist is that there is a cop that is being that was shot, a black cop shot by a white cop. Uh, he was undercover. It was it, things went bad. Uh, is the the gist here? Um, although it comes out a little bit later that he may have shot this other guy um, because he feared he may have turned may turn on him because the two of them were in cahoots. Um, so around this story, the indifferent investigations, um, courtroom scenes, what do you have? It's pretty broad. I liked um, the opening kind of threw me for a loop a bit because like I'm not sure if they were trying to do a green screen kind of effect, but like the uh with the garage door like opening up and like the i can't remember the, the word but like the court was it sten- it's not stenographer, stenographer? oh it is, it is not. okay so yeah when she was setting up i'm like what is this on the road what are, what are you doing they, they got <laughs> yeah. on the right yeah so and then, and then to see him um in his element like talking about the uh talking about like where the shots came from 
based on like the entry points and like the casings and saying like exactly the positioning of different things. It was really cool to see, uh, like I said, him and him and his element. Um, and uh, that mustache, damn good mustache. <laughs> um, and I'm not sure if, if this guy is this way, but the judge irked me because he seemed like a damn fanboy. Like, uh, you sure you don't want to? I mean, <laughs> all right. Like, yeah, what are yeah. you doing? Um, I, that all, was less fanboy dudes. and more concern, I think. <laughs> like, okay. These are like blatant offenses that, because uh, Diane even says at one point, uh, he's not really <laughs> there. So I think you can push this. So, yeah, at that point, I think Fuller was like, uh. But <laughs> I, Alder didn't trick me. I, I knew I knew his old connive nasty mm-hmm. plot or something. Uh, he gave he gave me real like uh, Charles Montgomery Burns kind of kind of vibe where like <laughs> you can act feeble but you know exactly what's happening right now. He's uh, what's the Kaiser Soul saying us? <laughs> exactly. And he, he almost does a little bit too because he at the end he kind of picks up that cane. <laughs> uh, yeah. See ya. Oh yeah, sorry. I had a Willy Wonka flashback just now when you mentioned mm. picking up the cane. <laughs> Welcome to my factory and then flippity flip, um, which would have been cool if Alan Alda did that. Um, yeah, the case. Uh, yeah, I, I what Keen just said, I felt the same way about the judge. I thought he was trying to help um, Solomon, uh, that lawyer, Alan Alda's character. Uh, mm-hmm. And even just the way he reacted to Adrian, like he shushed Adrian. I just did not like the disrespect. Um, so I was just like, oh. Uh, and then as far as the case, I don't know. It's very, it's all crooked cops, you know, and then that surrounding, you know, Rush, was it Rashid Clarkson, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that piece with him, you know, being a black man involved, but he's also being crooked. It's like, ah, but it's like, but you also a cop. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, that's another podcast, but um, no, it was, I, I liked seeing uh, how everything came together. And I liked that they, you know, foiled uh, Alan Alda's plans. So that was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, one question I guess I have for everybody is, uh, does Maya have a job? Like, she's just kind of floating around once again. <laughs> she's like, oh, what, what you up to? What are you doing? How can I help? I was like, dang, Maya, again? So this is, I feel like this is like the fourth episode where Maya is just not doing anything and <laughs> showing up. <laughs> in the middle of what someone else is doing, just be like, how can I help? I'm just standing around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, they did comment on it a, a couple episodes ago where she said that everybody thought she was going to be in jail. <laughs> so they, uh, she doesn't have much to do. It's only been a couple of weeks. Well, has it been a couple of weeks though? Because Luke is seven months pregnant now and she was like three months pregnant <laughs> two minutes ago. So <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's true the uh the laws Wait. of space and time don't seem to be applied equally in the uh, in the firm because th- during the previous episode didn't they just say something about how like this kind of thing happens in the second trimester or did they say third yeah. trimester? no she said second so yeah so now she's in her third <laughs> trimester so i feel like even though those those days are the names of the episode i'm like i don't i don't think it's representing real time because yeah luca is definitely a super human yeah she's flying through yeah she's, she's yeah she's she, her pregnancy is following the same course as wanda's did in wandavision yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> pretty pretty quick 
Uh, yeah, the the micro-targeting storyline, uh, I thought that was really fun. And uh, they're like, we know he's up to this. I'm not buying that old fool bullshit. Um, and it was just interesting, again, to see how the, the technology to hone in and reach very specific people without anybody else even seeing those things. Um, also pulls in a lot of the stuff that happened over Facebook with um, uh, during the election. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure even more of that stuff will be mm-hmm. be brought in. Uh, it, and then I- how they used it to get against get the judge to get an expert in there so that he can address it to the jury. Am I am I crazy in that uh, I think Marissa has had a slight glow up since she got that raise? Cause like her hair, her hair is like done differently a little bit. Like before, it was mm-hmm. like curly, bouncy, like in like a bun usually. But now it's like kind of wavy and like less. I don't know. It's, it's she, I mean, like, it, yeah, it looked like she stepped up her. Uh, like she's definitely more adulting now a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a, a part that we didn't talk about in the last episode, which I'm sorry we I forgot, but it was amazing because like after they came back from the club, and uh, Luke was like, "Hey, you know what's going on? What?" No, no, with the thing, you're going to say this. What? <laughs> He's the perfect, <laughs> I'm drunk at work, please leave me alone answer. Like, <laughs> I can't help you today. Just walk by, just walk right past mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Other thoughts about the case? Yeah, I mean, freaking, well, no, go ahead, Molly. I was going to go off about Kurt. Oh, well, I'm just, I think, you know, if 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 we have any CPD listeners left, I think they're they're leaving us this episode <laughs> because oh no, boy oh boy, it's just it's it, it, yeah it it's just uh, upsetting it how and it's not surprising but um I, yeah I I do the way this episode unfolds like I wanted I really wanted Rashid to be telling the truth mm. <laughs> from the beginning. Um, but, and I do think some of, you know, going back into this episode and, you know, like fake news was much not new at this point that the episode came out, but, but still like this thing that people couldn't totally get a grasp on. And mm-hmm. so I do think there's some things that are, that are a little dated about the episode, but it does all still hold a lot of weight in our, mm-hmm. in our world. Yeah. I think, uh, and especially watching the show in, in 2021, after last year, there was a lot of this conversation about the idea of like copaganda, especially on television, mm-hmm. and conversation about like, oh, but I love my procedurals. How are it, are there any procedurals that are anti-cop? And I'm like, kinda. And it's called The Good Wife and The Good Fight. <laughs> this, I mean, maybe very early on in The Good Wife that like Kalinda works with a few cops, but The Good Fight is not doesn't allow, allow a lot of credence or a lot of empathy yeah. for uh, the police. They, this is a very critical show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And the, the Megan Hilty thing, I don't, I don't know that we've talked about too much, but I, I, oh man, my heart breaks for Diane in this moment. And, but also I have this, like the very sweet moment in this sad moment of, of Adrian looking and and watching this mm-hmm. unfold and knowing what it's doing to Diane, I there there is something about that moment that I was like friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think even compounding that, like I I felt a little bad for 
Megan Hilty's character. Because oh, yeah. you could tell on the stand, this is not how she was expecting this to go. Right. Like she never states as much. She never really, you know, communicates that she's been blindsided. But, you know, that's that NBC smash pedigree. We just fully understand uh, that this has gone off course for her and she does not like being reduced to this. Right. So I think it's not even a thing where like, you know, we can be angry at Megan Hilty for this because she didn't realize what she was doing. Yeah. And I think that's so important too, because that is one of the things that like pisses me off most about so many shows that like mm-hmm. very much just put the the mistress you know in this one-dimensional character who like is so easy to hate and is so vindictive and like doesn't care about anyone and it's like that is so rarely the case mm-hmm. in, in any real setting and I think that that was a good example of like no she she this was Kurt Kurt's doing yeah. entirely and mm-hmm. and he's hurting both of these women with mm-hmm. what he did yeah and this judge uh, or not the judge, uh, Alan Odd's character, um, is pretty, pretty dirty uh, between the targeted ad things uh, as well as the digging that he did to find out the different relations and, and shit that uh, can be used, the personal stuff that can be used against them, uh, be it true or not. Uh, so when he gets Kurt on the stand and starts asking, um, hey, you're separated, right? Yeah, we're separated. Have you tried to reconcile? Yeah, we tried. So what did you do? You get her some flowers. You get her. You get her this. You get her that. You get her this other thing. You did this. No, I didn't do anything. Oh, but you know what you did do? You're here, and you're testifying. So, that's a gift, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, pretty, pretty low shit. Uh, effective. But yeah, yeah but but at the same time, I think uh, I don't know if they meant to do this or not. But I think that is just showing a, a glimpse into the old, not old school mindset, but I mean, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before, but I was voted um, What's coming? Uh, best male advocate in my, of my team court in high school. But I mean, at that point, it was all about wins. You had to do whatever you had to do. Uh, and if it meant finding out that that girl cut class because she was trying to date that one guy, I'm going to find that dirt. Just so I can use it <laughs> against someone or for someone. So uh, I was listening to a song where it's like, "Hate the player, uh, don't hate the player, but the player played the game. He played. He played the game for a very long time. He knows what the hell he's doing. So that's just how he is." And Diane turns to him like, "Okay, yep, it's full soap opera." <laughs> yep. Yeah, I did. Um, before I get into the whole, yeah, the 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 cheatations of the situation um the i like the slow i guess you call it slow burn or how they like tease for the longest time uh what solomon alan alda's character was gonna do or what was going on so we kind of i feel like we didn't find out probably until like maybe 10 15 minutes in but just him dropping these nuggets like uh have you ever been on trial for perjury and i was like wait and everyone's just like what is he doing why isn't he objecting so it was it was really fun to watch the case kind of play out where the actions of the lawyer weren't so predictable mm-hmm. um, and so stereotypical. So uh, I really liked, and this is a lawyer who I'm like, oh, I hope we see him again. Like I definitely prefer him over Amber. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then as far as um, I think Molly, you said this already, but 
was really heartbroken for for Diane. But then I was also like, but you cheated with the activist though. So, you know, but I think probably what hurts the most is just to hear that he was still going out for drinks and hanging out with this person. It's like, really all this stuff, you because it's basically everything he said about, you know, wanting to make it work and the separation. It's like, you clearly don't understand the gravity of what you've done if you are still spending time with this woman. So, um, sorry, not this woman, actress, Megan Hilty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, that, that really, I think that hurt more because she already knew about the cheating. So she, I think she felt prepared, like, oh yeah, bring it. I already know. And guess what? We still had sex and it's still my man and I'm juggling two minutes. But then as soon as she was like, oh, but we still hang out and talk. And then it was like, okay, I'm done. Oh, and really quick. When she said, I'm not going to be that wife. I'm not that wife. Was that shade at Alicia? <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. She just say yeah. not that wife. That yeah. good wife. <laughs> that good wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was uh, another uh, great Baranski scene. Uh, now I'm calling it that. Where like, she was like, can, can we have a moment? And then when uh, mm-hmm. when everybody left, she was just like, she tried to keep it real civil, but he was like, look, baby, uh, I'm really sorry. Like, Cut the shit, Kurt. Not today. Not me. Mm-hmm. I'm not that wife. And he's like, I'm out. And just left. So kudos. And I, even though we are very mad at Kurt in this episode, props to the good fight for finding a way to still be like, but just a reminder, Kurt is way sexier than Tully, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> side by side. It's not yeah. like, yeah, don't, don't get it twisted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for the for the home <laughs> game players, that is Tia's background. Uh, Kurt and uh, Tully in the elevator. There. Oh, one one more thing. Uh, I might mention this in the previous episode, but uh, the one scene when like uh, when when Diane like broke down the gun or whatever. Mind you, she had just gotten a new dose or a new like vial or whatever. And then when she when I seen her when when she sees the gun, I'm like, why she why is there another gun? I'm like. She got another one. Is that, is that her gun too? And then when she sat on the bed, just like looking looking at him, like, "Hey, uh, you know what this is?" I was like, "That one shot was amazing." Just seeing her, possibly, yeah, she's definitely microdosing still, but just like high as hell, but still breaking down this gun, really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm very much a supporter of gun control, but not as much as I am a supporter of Christine Barinsky holding guns. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Time Christine Barinsky has a gun in this series, A plus television. Yeah. And handling it well with confidence Mm -hmm. and knowledge. Um, Yeah. There was one other loose thought about that case. I, what the hell was it? Oh, it was the, this lawyer, uh, Waltzman, Waltzer, Solomon Waltzer, I think was his name, was very canning like uh, Mm. in his, in his practices. who, which is somebody who I hope that we see within the good fight. Haven't yet mm-hmm. two and a half episodes. Actually, we're, almost, we're nearing the end of uh, season two at this point at this clip. Um, but hopefully, we'll we'll see that character pop pop back in. Lewis Canning. Yeah. Uh, I think and, Michael J. Fox, like I think he announced that he retired from acting, explaining that like, oh, I don't really like a lot of the roles that were given me, but like, there's a part of me in my heart that's like, but Lewis, but Lewis was your greatest work, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I hate I hated to love him. Um and the other thought was just around Tully and um and Kurt is they remind me of in Parks and Rec, the two Rons, because you had Ron Swanson <laughs> as the super rigid conservative, 
and then you had the other run played by I think it was Chris Christopherson um, when they were both two sides of a, of the coin. The guy uh, with the greatest voice ever. Yeah. Oh, so good in everything. Oh um, man, that was Chris Christopherson. Was it? Wasn't it? Or Sam Elliott? No, I, Sam yeah, Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I was trying to remember. Sam Elliott Sam. also. Yeah, Sam Elliott is the one with the green. I just Chris don't because I know Michael Schur listens too, so I don't want him coming at our throats. <laughs> well, imagine, casting wrong. imagine Chris Christopherson in that world of like Parks and Rec. I think he would have a ball. I think oh, he, that fit, would be he definitely fit right hilarious. In. Yeah, country singing Chris Christopherson. All right, uh, then let's uh, touch on a little bit. Uh, we touched on a little bit already, but that's case two with uh, Jay and his buddy uh, Craig. Yeah, if 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 anyone was confused about like, oh well, where did you know? Like, I feel like there are a lot of shows that might like leave it up in the air and kind of be like, we're we're touching on police corruption, like Mm. yeah, police planting guns and stuff. And the good fight is like, well, okay, let's also show the the exact result of what that looks like, how Mm -hmm. you know, and sort of put that in front of your face. Um, And so a heartbreaking storyline but um very well done on all parts i loved seeing jay get this like this emotional arc for an episode Mm -hmm. finally that was so nice to see that depth um even though sad still really nice to see yeah they seem very close to fighting this yeah that that exchange at the end is like an all-timer scene it's just like those two actors are just giving it their all and it's a very interesting conversation and it boils down like political philosophies into the characters so well that it doesn't feel like you're like paying attention to a political conversation you know you're just seeing two people and the ways that their approaches to the world are adverse despite the fact that like there's clearly a a kinship there uh, Mm -hmm. that is breaking and it's just the one exchange that gets me is just when when they flat out state their philosophies. I think it's such a good delivery of the thesis statement where Adrian says, this is a case of a black cop who was shot by a white cop and can no longer walk. And she's just like, this was two dirty cops and one got a great payday. You know, it's the exact same situation uh, they're describing, but you know, those dualities and how if you keep scratching at stuff like that, you're probably gonna find that the people who are really getting hurt don't benefit from these situations. Yeah, it really was the worst sides of everything. <laughs> the worst sides of everything. Mm-hmm. Like Molly was just saying, uh, the um, the the cops, the um, the victim in jail, Craig, uh, and then the law firm that makes the choice to mm-hmm. settle this case instead of possibly opening up all those other cases, like taking that quick payday versus opening up all these other cases where all these other p- potential victims. Uh, could be in jail for no reason, uh, and this is at, at this firm in particular. That's huge because of yeah what they represent, and it's not the choice you'd think they would make. Just a couple episodes ago, they were fighting for their right to do these police brutality cases when other lawyers were trying to get them to back off. Mm-hmm. And a few episodes before that, did they didn't they just shut down an app that was supposedly that was helping uh, yeah. them like mm-hmm. overturn old. Like mm-hmm. even that, even that, it would eventually lead to that. But like helping prisoners there that like were being yeah. mistreated, with the, with so all the paper illegal work. resources, yeah. yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. There's like a, I, I got into a debate with somebody about this, but you know, in terms of like representation and uh, people who do represent people who are usually underrepresented, but it's like, mm-hmm. we were talking about how you can't get to that high point without becoming a part of the system. Um, yeah. Just because of like the deals you have to make, like that's what puts you up there. And so even though um, this is an all black firm plus Diane, <laughs> um, <laughs> that, you know, they're in this position because they have to almost support some mm-hmm. aspects of the system that hurts others. So um, I don't know. That's how you get people like Charles Barkley and, you know, it's like where you want to be like, yay, but then they're saying things and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, have you, you've been rich for too long, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Charles Barkley is fresh on my mind because I'm finally watching The Last Dance. So I waited a very long time to watch it anyway. So <laughs> yes, I did. So it, it's a lot of episodes about basketball. I was just not ready. You I had to catch up on there. basketball. She had to watch all of basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what is it, seven it. episodes <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that's but that was really that's really sad um to to watch them make that deal in the end yeah and then maya and luca having to go and be like sorry we can't we we know things we have these things that can help you and save save you um to get you out of here but we can't <laughs> we can't do it um and we'll try and find this person a lawyer and yeah, that's, that's, that's fucking just, terrible. That, the, the worst part, and like I think this actor portrayed it uh, beautifully, uh, the actor that played Craig, was uh, even when um, when Jay came in, he wasn't getting his hopes up at all. He was like, hey, yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, okay, sure. And then apparently, which they kind of just brushed upon, he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, my lawyer is dying, so I, he can't help me. Uh, I, need, I need a lawyer. Um, and then how he just... He might have seen her, but then again, usually I think with, with visits, the visitors are already there and they come in. So he just like kind of like looked at Luca and was like, how far along are you? Like he just had that fatherly sense because he hasn't, I don't even know if they said he's seen his child yet. Um, so yeah, it was just like, he's, and he's an artist because apparently Jay was like doing improvements upon his work or whatever. So like, yeah, he made, he made a mistake, but like he, he's there not because of what he what he did like he got pinned with something so like mm-hmm. it just really fucking sucked and i think that actor really portrayed it just in the very small amount of scenes he was in and also just a very beautiful looking man just Craig. i was like i i, I would have loved to visit him just to be like i want to sign you for a modeling contract because the cheekbones <laughs> And yeah, he, he was very striking. Um, the other thing with Jay that they did this with um, Solomon Walzer is they also kind of had this lingering thing for when, you know, for the viewers to realize like exactly what's going on because Jay leaves the office smiling and he's driving mm-hmm. and he's smiling. And I'm like, why is Jay smiling? And then we kind of later it's revealed like, oh, this is the break in the case helps his friend, but I like the long drag out, like lean into lead in to finding out why Jay had that expression on his face. Um, I also enjoyed the very, it, it was funny for the wrong reasons, but like when they were celebrating the win and he was like, yeah, Marissa helped me uh, clear up this, all this money, blah, blah, blah. And Jay helped too. Cause <laughs> Jay's in the corner by himself by the door not mm-hmm. partying or nothing yeah he's just like oh yeah you too and that, that kind of 
I, I don't know if, I don't know if you brought this up to you before, but like it just showed how the shift has already taken place of uh, Marissa slowly but surely yep. doing what she said she would do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take your job. She went from backup to uh, kind of like a co kind of thing after a while because they were like, all right, Jay, you go do this. Uh, Marissa, I need you to do this. And now Jay's like, fuck this, I'm out. And now Marissa's like their only, their only um, investigator now. So yeah, yeah. she's like, job. Yeah. And I think that's that's interesting to see and consider because while you know Marissa's superpower was that she could maneuver white spaces that you know they needed info on to you know help their cases like oh she could you know infiltrate uh these nazis real quick um (laughs) when it comes to a lot of these like when it comes to police brutality cases and talking to the communities affected by them and the people they need to get information on marissa is not going to have those skills and there's not going to be like there's no reason to trust her you know uh if you're not a nazi (laughs) (laughs) She goes everywhere, though. She goes to alt right stuff. She goes everywhere. Yeah, I yeah, but 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 she does. She go to like the root. I don't think maybe <laughs> she person, does and yeah. brags about it. <laughs> also, uh, I I back to the the case. Just Marissa and Maya presenting the what they found out about the fake news and the micro targeting and everything, mm-hmm. and and Maya talking about it. Like clearly, she just learned this from Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's like one of my pet peeves like when a friend has to explain the thing that you right. explain to them mm-hmm. even though you're right there it's like shut <laughs> up you, you don't have a job here Just go away you should be in jail <laughs> uh tia and keen do you how soon do you think uh jay is back or do, is he gone gone I, th- I think he's too. I think he's too great of a character to be gone. Gone. I think this definitely will. I'm not. I hope he comes back on like a more full time basis. But I wouldn't be surprised if he fucks around and starts doing like um um what's the word? Not merc. Kind of like a mercenary where like he just does odd jobs here and there uh, or starts his own investigation firm. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if he does that and like kind of like they bump into each other in future episodes. Uh, but I hope he's not like gone gone because he's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, much like Scotty Pippen's disrespect of uh Jerry <laughs> Krause, uh, I think <laughs> I think perfect. You know, um Jay is just undervalued in general. Like I get mm-hmm. that sense, even before Marissa came on the scene. Um, but because of Marissa's role, I foresee. I think we're going to get a chance to see a little bit of Jay's personal life, um, which would be cool, you know, to see who he is outside of detective work. And I could yeah. picture like Maurice, Marissa, you know, track him down and be like, hey, we miss you. And, you know, I can't mm-hmm. do this without you and them kind of having a heart to heart moment or something. But yeah. I think he'll be back. But I also think he'll have a lot of disrespect towards Adrian. And I think that's going to be I, I don't even know at this point, I'm kind of like, will Adrian even accept him back? Would also love to see, can we get Jay and Barbara Kolstad and see their situation? Maybe he starts working for <laughs> Barbara's firm because I miss Barbara. So I'm like, are we going to see that? Maybe Jay works for another firm, but we get a chance to see that. We lost Barbara and Jay, but we still have Julius. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm certain he will be back, uh, but unsure in what capacity. 
I like the idea of him just kind of starting up his own firm, but with these things moving basically a week in time, other than Luca's pregnancy, which exists outside of space and time, <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, he'll be back probably at the firm. We'll see. Um, but I, th I do think that there is going to be that tension between eight, not just him and Adrian, but him and the firm itself because of the different things that they've done. Uh, that kind of go against the firm's ideals <laughs> in general. Um, and clearly, Kurtz, or not Kurtz, I'm looking at my notes here, uh, Jay's own. Um, all right. Uh, so, Stray Thoughts, we have uh, Stray Storylines. Judge Mullaney, new judge to the bench, Trump appointee, apparently. Uh, and he is quite inexperienced, as Man. many of the Trump appointees have been. So they are kind of helping him back. And we saw Monica Timmons. Uh, Monica Timmons back, so that was that was nice. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to see more and more of these terrible Trump appointee judges. I'm mm -hmm. I'm sure. Uh, but Diane was there to help Tully get out of inciting riot uh, charges or something like that, which she ends up doing because she sees how dumb and ill prepared uh, this judge is, and just starts throwing out all this legal nonsense and mm -hmm. and. Um, precedents and, and shit like that and he's just like yeah oh, what do i do i need a moment um yeah and monica's like she that, that doesn't even mean anything <laughs> what, what she just said yeah uh, it was fun uh, and then there's diane at monica. the bar yeah let's see oh, more man. monica um diane at the bar with the creepy bartender uh and then kurt and tully in the elevator um any other thoughts on those few stray things or kurt and tully Diane and Tully. It's pretty bad when the creepy bartender has to tell you to find other resources. <laughs> He's just like, uh, I've seen you. Is that what he meant? Like kind of, I've seen you way too many times. Like, don't keep coming to me, but he did it like in a nice I way. I mean, don't, don't depend on me because I yeah. might not be here. And that's a friendly mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like if you got a, if you got a weed man, mm -hmm. uh, that weed man might be busy when you need him. So mm -hmm. get more, so get more mm -hmm. uh, sources. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Basement might get flooded. And uh, they have to deal with that, and you have to find somebody else. And for a couple of weeks, you can't smoke before bed. It can happen. Uh, I'm not speaking from anybody's experience. <laughs> uh, uh, any other thoughts on the episode? All right. Uh, then let's hit the winners and losers. We'll start with the losers this time. Keen. Loser. Oh man, this guy. Uh I gotta hand that out to Hmm. Alright, so my initial loser, I have a mission, I have a back loser, uh, but my initial loser is uh that that judge. Oh um, Trish. He seemed he seems super duper. I, I understand what you're saying as far as like concern for like the, the guy or whatever, but like even in even in the um when they were in the garage, he seemed because like they were talking, they were talking him up, and how um, Adrian had had a line about like whenever I met a legend, they didn't live up to it or something like that. So like in my that put in my brain that like this act, this uh, lawyer is known. So this judge was kind of like kind of there with him, or kind of like uh, trying to help help him along a little bit. So yeah, he was definitely the loser in my book. Who's that? Uh, judge Dunaway. Yep. Okay. 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 Tia? Yeah, sorry. At first I thought you were talking about 
Judge Trigg. His name was. Oh Trigg. no, the, the other guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I guess uh, I'm gonna say loser, and I'm gonna go with Kurt because, yeah, I mean, Diane is cheating on him. <laughs> well, I guess she's not cheating on him because they're separated, mm-hmm. but she it's like I don't want you no more I see you like it's that whole situation he was in um you know and even when she called him out like who are you going to be loyal to it's just this wasn't a good look for Kurt I know that's your boo Molly I know you like her <laughs> I know he look fine but I just feel like this wasn't his finest moment um yeah I, I, I'll just say Kurt okay Molly um I feel like there are a lot of losers in this episode. Now that we've talked about it, I'm like, wow, there most people are sad. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I'll 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 say Megan Hilty going off of the <sighs> thing. That was mine. Oh <laughs> snagged it. Um because what a what a tough spot that is, you know, to be in in so many ways. And she's of like very accomplished, you know, ballistics expert now being downgraded to this like mistress role and having to disclose these like you know things that she probably never wanted to in front of this guy's wife it's like Mm -hmm. that's that's a rough rough thing to go through so Mm -hmm. jack uh since broadway's megan hilty uh was taken from me (laughs) just like she was taken from airwaves far too soon in like 2013 (laughs) when nbc canceled smash uh, I'm going to go with uh, the very obvious answer of Jay's friend, yeah. uh, whose name is escaping me right now. Greg. Um, Greg. Yeah, it was just given given a little bit of hope and just ripped away once again from a guy who needs a win more desperately than anyone else we meet in this episode. Definitely far more than the cop who, yeah, can't walk again, but he was a cop who now has $8 million. So he's, you know, he's going to be fine in the end. He's not in prison where he should be for putting so many other people in prison through the supply of drop guns, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my loser, Craig, and uh, rightful. Uh, but my backup, I'll go with Jay as the mm-hmm. loser of the episode for, you know, mirror reasons uh, because of what happened with his friend, but also because of what happened at the at the firm with uh, his, you know, this will, Maybe he's now disillusioned. He's that 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 mm-hmm. illusion has been broken. Um, he had this real tight relationship with with Adrian. Uh, his firm was doing a lot of these good things, and now these other these other things that are against the, their efforts are kind of starting to pile up a little bit. Um, and them taking eight point three million dollars, which they need, which mm-hmm. is great, uh, but at the expense of people who are now sitting and rotting in prison that have likely been framed yeah. uh, is, is, is fucked up. Uh, so him having to deal with that and how he reconciles that if he does come, come back is going to be interesting to watch. Uh, let's hit those winners. Jack. Oh man. Winners. This is a, this is a tough episode to find a winner for. Uh, I mean, I guess if anyone wins, it's that, it's Rashid. It's that fucking crooked ass cop. Mm. You know, he got a lot, lot better than he deserved. And I guess in a way that's a win. Mm. Molly. Um, that just reminded me that the, the te- detective's name is detective Whitehead. That's funny, <laughs> it's funny to me. Um, because Andrew watched this episode and was just like, well, this is 
just being oh. whitehead being called this racist uh, <laughs> the time. It was funny anyway um my winner i she she annoys me so much but i feel like it's maya she's doing like she's doing whatever the fuck she wants at, <laughs> at this job and getting paid for it she's just like whatever whichever way the wind blows she's just like okay <laughs> Sure, I'll help you, Luca. Sure, I'll, you know she like, is uh, freelancing at her full-time job. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess she's winning for figuring that out. Uh, Tia, um, I am a huge fan of old people uh, using their oldness to fool others, like they ain't old. So I'm gonna say. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, Solomon Walt Walzer, aka, uh, <laughs> aka, it's Alan Alda, anyway, mm -hmm. uh, his character. But yeah, just those little moments, like I didn't bring my reading glasses. You don't wear reading glasses. Just um, <laughs> even though he lost the case, I think it's like, yeah, like I, I'm like, yeah, hashtag goals. Like I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be mm -hmm. like, oh my hip, I can't go to your boring wedding. Um, so uh, yeah, he's he's the winner for me. Oh, King. Uh, my winner is uh, two. Uh, I have two two winners. Um, my first winner one one at the moment. One at the moment is uh, Trig, uh, the 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 dumb uh, judge appointee or whatever, because mm. he's just he's just a regular dumb white dude getting getting by. Yep. That's not a win. I don't know what else is. Uh, yeah. He might have went to law school. We don't know because when he <laughs> sat down, didn't know what. <laughs> Anything. didn't know what the podium was that she was standing in front of <laughs> what? Yeah. um and that's so, hardly yeah. a caricature of a mm -hmm. lot of these judges that have been placed by trump too so yeah man like uh more like i'm a, i wouldn't be surprised if he didn't get work from this uh so yeah the 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 character and the actor definitely the hands down winner uh for me winner is tully yeah you know he persevered <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's worked out for him. Uh, so he's kind of still hanging in there. Um, yeah. Keen, you had a, uh, another? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, another was, um, Julius and everyone else at that party because they have so much extra liquor. Thanks to nobody <laughs> showing up to that party. I think they're going to keep trying to find excuses to keep drinking because if you look in the background, there's, there's always like a box in the corner of like wine or her liquor mm -hmm. because no one showed up to that party. So they have a mm -hmm. bunch of, they have a bunch of alcohol left over. So yeah, whoever's drinking at that, at that farm, they're, they're the winners. Oh, also, I uh, forgot to mention it when we were talking about it, but during Adrian and Jay's altercation, uh, all the people in the back were like pressed up against a glass, mm -hmm. like Garfield's on a car window, um, <laughs> just watching everything. So yeah, those, it's not exactly, uh, I mean, they were, pretty heated too. Their voices mm -hmm. were more raised than, than normal, but they were like, what's going on? We hear everything. Um, all right. Well, that will do it for, unless there are other winners, losers you want to throw out. All right. Then that is the episode. That is season two, episode eight, day 457. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Keen. Thank you all for listening. Bye. <laughs>